Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today I have one of my absolute most favorite people in the world on as a guest. We've had her on the program numerous times before. And so I'm, we're going to have so much fun today because this person has fabulous information. Otherwise, you know, even though she's a good friend of mine, I wouldn't have her on the program if she wasn't going to provide great information for our listeners. So please join me in welcoming Elizabeth Suarez back to our program today. Welcome. Hello. How are you? You know, just living the dream, living the dream, or as other people put it, if it was any better, it'd be illegal. <laughs> I like that last one. I'm going to have know, to use that. Oh, so great, great. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you before we jump into this. Sure. So Elizabeth Suarez is a highly engaging negotiation coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She spent over a decade climbing the ranks of corporate America, where she broadened her knowledge base and sharpened her negotiation skill set. Drawing on her extensive experience, she wrote the best-selling book, The Art of Getting Everything, where she equips readers with the tools to identify, achieve, and sustain, sustain success in their professional and personal lives. Elizabeth holds an MBA from the Wharton School of Business, University of Pennsylvania, and a BS in chemical engineering from Cornell. She completed the executive management program at the John F. Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University. Holy cow, I feel stupid. <laughs> no, you don't. That's just papers. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, and, and but, but part of why I absolutely love reading that is to, to show our listeners that you have paid your dues, that you know what you're talking about. You know, and, and granted, yeah, you know, we can all get that piece of paper, but you have gone to some of the most prestigious places to learn your craft. And, you know, let's, as I mentioned, you know, we're good friends, but let's take a little bit of step back for the people who aren't so fortunate to know you. Why did you decide that this was the business, the area, the field that you wanted to get into? You know, that's a great question. And I even have asked myself that question. And basically the answer comes down to, I got the theoretical knowledge from those institutions you mm -hmm. nicely mentioned. Mm -hmm. But then when I went out to the real world in corporate America, working for organizations like Johnson and Johnson and PepsiCola International, mm -hmm. I came to realize that, that the theory was great. Mm -hmm. But when you are the lone ranger in the corporation, meaning mm -hmm. the only female right. or the only, I mean, me also being Latina, mm -hmm. the only bicultural one, whatever. I, the theory will not stand by itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really needed to get that skill of negotiating. Mm -hmm. I came to realize that every day while I was in corporate America, I was negotiating for my existence. Right. Forget the promotion, mm -hmm. forget the job opportunity, just to exist and stay in the organization. Mm -hmm. And I look back when I was in corporate America and I did have some mentors and everything, but nobody ever gave me a little guide and said, read this mm -hmm. and then give me a call so right. we can chat. And that's why I went ahead 
and wrote this book. And that's why I went ahead, got into this negotiation field, Mm -hmm. because I believe everybody focuses on negotiation on the big deal. I need to buy a house Mm -hmm. or my company is going to merge with another company or my company is going to acquire another company. Mm -hmm. But they don't think about my God, I really don't want to be involved in this project. Mm-hmm. How can I negotiate my way out? Right. Or in. Or in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where everybody was like, I hate my job. I just go in there, punch my card, you know what I mean? And just do mm-hmm. what I have to do. In reality, if you knew how to negotiate every aspect of your life at work and at home, mm-hmm. you would not be saying, oh, what a day. I right. hate my job. Right. I mean, Deb, let's be serious. I do have bad days. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. And there are parts of every job that we don't like, you know, exactly. whether we're an entrepreneur or an employee or whatever. I mean, it, it, those people that say, it's not a job if you love what you do. I'm like, oh. hello, what are you smoking? I know. And they need to share with us. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a great one. So that's why I went ahead and got into this field, because then I also noticed that even more, Mm -hmm. I noticed it for women. I noticed the fact that the network was already there with the men. Mm -hmm. I mean, they really, it really was there. Mm -hmm. But as a female, you know, everybody's like, oh, you had the opportunity to listen. This I got into corporate America back in the late 80s and in the 90s. And people are like, well, you were the first one. Wasn't that a great to be a trailblazer, a pioneer? You know what? It was quite lonely. And it was quite frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was in the higher ranks of Pepsi-Cola and of, um, also Johnson & Johnson and also in the telecom world that brought me to Denver where you and I met when you used to live in Denver. Mm-hmm. But um, it was being alone and and then realizing how do I negotiate with a group of people that in reality, if we were not put in the same room together, mm-hmm. they would not give me the time of day. Let's right. be serious. Right. And neither will I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I mean? So so that's why I went into this field to help the women, specifically the women, the professional women mm-hmm. saying, this is a game and mm-hmm. we're playing the game. Right. And if you don't want to play the game, get out. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And anything you're going to do in life, it's playing the game. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and. I mean, it's, it's kind of painful that we have to admit it, but there is a game. And, you know, one, one of my most favorite books is how to, uh, think like a man, but no, think like a woman, play like a man. Yes. And, and I love that book because, you know, it's, it's not, it, yes, it is saying that there is a difference between men and women. And we're, we're definitely going to discuss that. But part of it is how, just how we're brought up. And, you know, granted things are changing between, you know, how millennials were, were brought up and, and us, you know, us little baby boomers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, boys are brought up playing games. You know, almost immediately from from birth. I mean, it's it's you know, but as soon as you can throw a ball at that little kid or you know that little boy, or get him to play games. I mean, that's just part of being a little boy. Little girls sat with you know our dolls and played in the corner. I mean, you yeah. know, and 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 so corporations evolved around a, a game. And you know, and and we use that as metaphors. You know, all the time where you know if if a a, a man does something great at work. Well, he hit a home run, you know, and, and, you know, all these various metaphors for sports just carry over into the business area. And, you know, and so whether we like it or not, that is the way it is. And, and so, as you said, as women, we absolutely have to learn to play that game. And, and it may just annoy the living day daylights out of us, but it's a reality. So, you know what? Get used to it. 
I totally get used to it. And with the game, I would say, I'm going to share with you an example that I always share when I'm mm-hmm. speaking and, and I'm addressing uh, the women uh, as, a, as a negotiation coach is the fact that you can have the title, you can have the education, mm-hmm. you can have the opportunity to even travel to go ahead and cut the deals, which I did. I had all mm-hmm. of the above. Uh, and I was traveling in a foreign country mm-hmm. and I was the one bringing all the people, the experts uh, from the United States in order to cut the deal. I won't say the company or anything because obviously, I, you know, I want to respect the company. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, Deb, I was there. I met with everybody. I was cutting the deals. I was doing the lunches, the dinners, everything. And then after dinner at 10 o'clock at night. This is what happens. All of a sudden, Elizabeth is dropped off at the hotel mm-hmm. while the men go and do whatever the men right, wanted. Right. After they went to the bar. They went wherever. Mm-hmm. Wherever, wherever. I was sent back to my room. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, like I grew up in 12 years of Catholic all-girls education. I felt it was like Mother Teresa saying, you're going back to yes. your room. Mm-hmm. Done. No recess for you. Mm-hmm. So they go. but And that happened all the time. But at this occasion, this is when I had to advocate for myself. And this is what I tell women. I don't care what background you have. I don't care how many tools you have, what education you have. You always have to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. The next morning we meet for uh, breakfast Mm -hmm. and they say to me at the breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning, they say to me, hey, Elizabeth, here is the updated presentation that you are going to give to our vendor in an hour and a half when we get into the office because we made some changes based on our conversation last night. Mm -hmm. The one that you weren't part of. Exactly. I look at the presentation. I do. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, These decisions were already made beforehand. And this discussion happened after 10 o'clock at night. They're like, yeah, Elizabeth, we just got got into the topic of the conversation. So we move forward. I looked at them and I said, look, I am not going to go against you for this one because we have less than an hour to get there Mm -hmm. and give the presentation. And me as the vice president, I need to do that. But let me tell you something. We have another traveling coming up in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, this conversation of work doesn't happen after 10 o'clock when I am not present. If I'm present, we can have the conversation. Mm -hmm. You should have seen they all looked at me. Never again it happened. It was very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I felt De- defeated, I felt like uh, like they were not considering me as mm-hmm. important. And granted, yeah, the ideas they had were good ideas, Deb. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Right, I was involved in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and they probably it it never occurred to them that it was not appropriate for them to be having those discussions without you. You know, exactly. and, because like they said, well, it just came up. You know, and. And that's what people don't understand is that's what's happened. And, and I'll be honest. I mean, it happens too with women, you know, where, where we go and, and, you know, you've got your little click and we go off and we decide things. And then we tell, you know, whoever might not have been part of that click. And, and I'll, you know, sometimes I think women are worse about this. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then we go back and we say, Oh, well, we made these decisions and guess what? You have to live with them. And you're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so exactly. that's where you really have to have these negotiation skills and, and, you know, and, and you're right. Sometimes you, you do have to accept what they did, but as you did, the important thing is to say, this doesn't happen again. And that's where I teach mainly what, when I'm coaching about negotiation, you, you hit the nail right on the head right there. 
yeah, I am not going to go against that decision because there is a bigger picture mm-hmm. that we were representing a huge corporation, American mm-hmm. corporation on foreign soil. Mm-hmm. So, no, I am not going to go into a battle right there. Right. So I am going to collaborate and compromise. However, and this is where I tell everybody, this is how you get everything you want. You now say the next one. This is how we're playing. Right. And they cannot be. And they're like, oh, that's not fair. No, no. You know what's not fair? What you just did. Mm-hmm. I'm and I'm playing along with you. I am doing the show because I'm the one presenting. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I am going to make the deal and I'm going to cut the deal with them. And I did. Mm-hmm. But in two weeks when we're traveling to another foreign country, guess what? Yeah. It's my way. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how you get everything you want. People believe that you get everything you want without having to give others what they want. Mm-hmm. It's a take. It's called collaboration and compromising. Two words that I always tell people, my clients, you mm-hmm. need to have that in your vocabulary present on a daily basis. Right. You know, and of course, the tricky part with negotiation, and especially from a, a female perspective, is that we don't come across as petty. Mm-hmm. whiny mm-hmm. or bitchy, you know, and, and, and unfortunately that is what happens a lot of the times, you know, because, you know, in the example you just gave, I mean, you could have been petty and, oh, yeah. and whiny. Well, you left me out, you know, and, and all these various things. And so you absolutely have to handle it professionally. And, you know, and, and that's, again, that's where the negotiation comes in. And in your book, you know, I, I read your book when it first came out and then I read it again last night. And, and uh, again, it's called The Art of Getting Everything You Want. You talk about the I statement. I as in, you know, the personal pronoun. So tell us more about because I love this. You know, the I statement is absolutely critical. And I I love how you talk about it in your book. The I statement is like what happened with that example I gave you when I was on foreign soil with Mm -hmm. my colleagues. It's basically expressing to the other party um, how I think, Mm -hmm. feel, and my idea of what just happened mm-hmm. without blaming them, right. without using the word you. Right. Because you is thing. a blame thing. Well, you did. You mm-hmm. left me out. You yada, yada, yada. Exactly. So I did not say that you left me out. You went partying. You did everything. Mm-hmm. I basically used the I statement like this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. We as a team are going to go with it because Mm -hmm. I agree with your ideas. However, for future ones, we as a team, including every individual, Mm -hmm. will be included in making the decision and the changes when we are in our next vendor location. Mm -hmm. And basically, we were working for an international uh, corporation. So all of our vendors were international. Right. You have to go to them. Mm -hmm. So that's what the I statement is. The I statement, the main goal is to not use the word you, which is the blame and basically de-escalate you when you are talking, when you are using it, because Mm -hmm. I'm so mad, Deb. You can only, I wanted to throw everything. I wanted to pick up the Mm -hmm. table, throw it at them. So I needed to de-escalate my emotions and I needed to de-escalate any conflict that was going to come from my communication to them because right. there was going to be conflict because they were surprised. They thought they were doing me a favor. Mm-hmm. Oh, but so you went and had beauty sleep or you went and, and mm-hmm. relaxed. Or you went and worked out and we worked when we right. went out 10 o'clock at night. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
uh-huh. right. <laughs> for me. Well, and of course, the hard part about the I statement is that whole there's no I in team. Yeah. You know, and, and so I love how you bring it back to we as soon mm. as you can, you know, because then it comes back to the, the team. But, you know, we do have to and it's, it's very hard for women to 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 do the I thing mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. You know, we, we want to go along. We want to be, you know, thought of as you know being that team player. And, you know, and as I mentioned, you know, we have to really watch that when we're doing the I thing that we're not doing petty, nasty, bitchy, um, exactly. you know, and, and because it. it in in many cases, let's just be flat out honest about that. They're expecting that, you know, and and I don't care if it's men or women. They're expecting that if there's, you know, some type of conflict that the woman is going to go into the petty, bitchy, nasty mode. Mm-hmm, exactly. With my example, what was helpful was that I even said, you know, guys, after we did the I statement and everything, I said, you know, guys, what is it that I can do from my end? So I am present. Right. When a conversation like this came up, actually, one of my lead engineers, a fabulous individual, he basically was the one that said, you know, what would help if, you know, we may be golfing and you don't like to golf. We may be. He says, what about if we call you in Mm -hmm. um, on the phone or we text you about it? It's like, you know what? That's fine. Mm -hmm. And, And they said, and if you're not available, he took it to the next level. He says, and if you're not available at that time, can we still go ahead and have the conversation? And then we will send you a summary and then we will talk to you about it. So he even came up with the concept and actually it was a concept. It was seven of us that will travel together and mm-hmm. we spent a year traveling all over the world. It was a great experience. And once that happened and he came up with the solution, which, by the way, my solution was like, you don't talk unless I'm present. Right. Because- and that's not going to happen. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not that. And, mm-hmm. and that's quite obnoxious to talk about being bitchy and nasty mm-hmm. and everything. That was because that was my my mode of operation at mm-hmm. that moment. But when I was able to be open to listen to them and then coming with ideas, that's another example about negotiation. Mm-hmm. What he thought about the rest of us had not thought about it and we alter it and it came out to be a beautiful relationship through that entire year of us traveling. We were traveling to two to three foreign countries per month. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? That oh. was a lot of travel. Holy smoke. Great That's a frequent flyer miles. <laughs> oh yeah. I was in first class at that time. Right mm-hmm. now I'm back to coach. <laughs> I am, I am. Well, you know, and, and it's, as you mentioned, it's all about compromise, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it is that give and take and that's hard for people. And I, you know, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, you know, there are times where it's like, I don't care. I just want my way. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and sometimes that is what happens, especially if it's the boss. I mean, you know, there are times or the mom, yeah. you know, the, the whoever yeah. it, it's, it's this way or it's no way, you know, and, and. Okay, you know, those situations happen, but then, you know, then you work towards the next time, you know, maybe it is more of a collaborative effort, you know, maybe there are more compromises, all those various things. So, you know, I think part of this is about accepting right then what you need to accept, you know, as as I tell people, there are battles to fight, and there are battles not to fight, you know, and and sometimes it means that you just go, okay, fine, (laughs) you know, but then then it's important that it doesn't happen again. This is what I tell people normally. Authority trumps everything. Mm -hmm. So your boss is going to be able to veto you, your mom, your father. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
they'll, they'll be able to veto you. However, that doesn't mean you stop the negotiation right. there. You know the limits where mm-hmm. the boss got to. Mm-hmm. You know the no. So now it's time to help collaborate, help compromise with him or her mm-hmm. to push back and say, okay, what else can we do up to this limit? Mm-hmm. How can I be involved? And it may be that you don't have that conversation when the authority said no. You may not have that conversation at that moment, mm-hmm. but you reconvene another day, another time and continue having the conversation. Now you know the limit. Mm-hmm. A no is not the end. Right. A no is knowing the limit. Mm-hmm. Once you know the limit, now you know up to where you can hit. And then from there you go backwards mm-hmm. and you figure out, okay, there's a lot. I mean, when I tell people, people say, well, I don't like to hear a no. I said, you know, the limit, that doesn't mean that you're constrained. Mm-hmm. Think about it if it comes from an authority. Right. It's just a playing field where you can play now. It's a new sandbox. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, let's go. Right. What can I do in this sandbox? Mm-hmm. And and accept that there are certain written and unwritten rules, you know, and, and you talk about that in your book is the fact that, you know, there there are official rules, you know, HR says you can do this. Here's our corporate policy on whatever it is, you know, all those various things. But then there's that whole underlying undercurrent of the unwritten rules, which in many, most, all cases, you know, are are more important than the, the official rules. Yes, uh, uh, totally. There is those unofficial rules that I always say, if you, the best way for you to know about those unofficial rules is called collaboration. Mm -hmm. Collaborate with others and all of a sudden your network becomes strong. And let me tell you what I say about the network. The network is not, oh yeah, let me go network because I need this job, whatever. The network, there's three levels of network. I call the first level of network in your work is the people you deal with on a daily, weekly basis. You know, the people you work with constantly. That's the first level. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that, you know, may, you may not see them daily, but you interact mm-hmm. with them. Right. Chat, whatever you have to interact. Mm-hmm. The second level are the people that influence the people that are in your first network. Mm. So they are maybe their bosses. Mm-hmm. They are maybe, I don't know, their best friend, their mm-hmm. spouse. I mean, I don't know, whoever right. it is. People you might never see. Exactly. People you may never see, but people you know about Mm -hmm. because you've heard of them. You've been involved with them. I mean, indirectly, whatever. And then the third level is the level of individuals that can make a difference, not only in your life, Mm -hmm. but make a difference in the life of the people that are part of your first network. So those are people that could be a good example. You know, we're living in a political world. Mm -hmm. Those could be your city council representatives. Those could be your uh, the head of the organization where you go and work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those could be, um, you know, you're part of a group that takes into a consideration. Like a good example, my husband does a lot of land conservation mm-hmm. uh, volunteering. So his third level mm-hmm. is actually the people in the county that he has that, that actually make decisions. Right. For the organization, that's the mm-hmm. second level of the first level mm-hmm. that he volunteers. In. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I mean? Right. So all of a sudden, that third level is actually really changing mm-hmm. or altering the way he volunteers. Mm-hmm. 
So now all of a sudden he needs to network appropriately in his first level and second level because the people in the second level have access to the people in the third level closer than what you do. Because remember, first level is in you, second level is people outside, and then third level is those people in the second level know somebody. It's the Kevin Bacon, you know, you and I are old enough, Mm -hmm. but it's six degrees of Mm -hmm. separation, which I say now it's like two degrees of separation. Three, I think, is what Facebook says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, three. Three. So it's basically those people that Mm -hmm. can influence. So that's where I say if you don't collaborate in your first level of networking, Mm -hmm. just give up. Right. Because you need to collaborate because that first level has the second level that they're going to mention you. And then the second level all of a sudden is going to be invited to some retreat. Mm -hmm. And then this third level shows up and I don't know, they bring up your topic, your conversation, like what you do with podcasting. They bring you up and they're like, oh, oh, really? Well, I get her to, you know, I can't can't be on her show. And you have no idea who that third level is. You're like, Mm -hmm. who's that? You're Googling the person. Like, who's that person? (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's what happens. And it all starts with collaboration. You can't think, you cannot think only about what you want and you need. Mm -hmm. You have be collaborating to figure out how you can help other needs and wants mm-hmm. because right. those needs and wants are going to increase your, you know, your reach. It's like, look at yourself like you have tentacles mm-hmm. and going into the second and third level. Mm-hmm. It's the third level is huge. Right. It's well, very and that's what will help you be successful, whether it's your career, your family, your volunteering, all of those various things, because that does play into it. Um, you know, and, 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 and I come back to kind of that, that thought that I was thinking before is, you know, being that team player. And it's funny because in a lot of cases, we ignore that. You know, maybe it's mm-hmm. that, you know, we're, we're invited out to the lunch with everybody else in the, the department and you think, ah, you know, I've got some other stuff I want to do or I need to run an errand or whatever. So you don't go. Or, you know, as you mentioned, you know, you got dropped off at your hotel while everybody else went out afterwards. Well, there's an awful lot that happens in those extra things, you know, yes. and it's a bonding thing. It's, it's all sorts of things. And, you know, and you can't take advantage every time, you know, and, and the bad part is when you're not invited and you know that, you know, they're going to do that. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we become the eighth grade girl that got left out. You know, uh, you know right? Really? You know, and, and, and boys are like, you know, well, fine, I'll just go next time or I'll invite myself or whatever. We're like, they forgot me. No, they don't yeah. like me. Exactly, you know, exactly. and, and, but you know, if you can work your way into those things and, and don't pass up those opportunities. I mean, you, especially no. if it seems like it is pretty work related, like the whole department going out for lunch, go, oh, you know, go. go to the holiday party. You know, I have this conversation with people all the time where they say, ah, you know, it's an evening thing. I don't want to go. I don't care. You need to go because it's not just going. It's who sees you there. You know, your boss, your boss's boss, you know, all those people who is, oh, he's that team player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's the other thing I was going to mention to you, looking at the three levels of networking that I mentioned Mm -hmm. in terms of collaboration. There are three pieces that helps you navigate those three levels of networking. And those are the ones that if you go to my website, elizabethsuarez.com, 
actually there is an infographic that you can download about it and the three pieces here in front of me i'm looking at it that's what it is and the three pieces are in the book and i refer to them in the book it's called career family and interest Mm -hmm. and everybody does the elizabeth yeah we knew that i said yeah i know you knew it with career and i know you knew it with family Mm -hmm. however what have you done about in terms of interest and interest meaning you defining yourself as the individual you are not including your spouse, not including your dogs, not including your your siblings, your kids, mm-hmm. whatever. Interest in defining you with what you like to do because once again, guess again, this networking of the three levels, the third level, the second level may talk about you to the third level based on knowing a third level's interest and mm-hmm. correlates it back to your interest right. and say, did you know mm-hmm. that so-and-so does the same thing, right. kayak in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Really? Where? When was the last time they went? Oh, my God, let me put you all together. Let me get my phone. Let me Snapchat about this. Mm-hmm. And right there, you have just leapfrogged to that third level. And right. you never know what that person can help you with in the third level. So that's the thing that I call those three key pieces that have to be fully balanced. Mm-hmm. Many times people say, I just nose to the ground and I'm just going to focus on my career and I'm going to get ahead. And then 10 years go by and, and I have had a couple clients like that, that they look at me, they say, I've worked so hard and I'm still sort of in the same place. Mm-hmm. And I do. Mm. So what have you done about networking? Right. How about mm-hmm. that about your interests? And they're like, what does that have to do with I my I don't have time. Exactly. I said everything. Mm-hmm. It has to do everything. Work, family and interests. It should be balanced. Mm -hmm. Some years you need to have work stronger than family or interest. We all know that. Or, you know, you need to have family more stronger than the other two. But at the end of the day, when you're doing a cumulative, when you're doing a median sort of calculation, all three should come in the middle Mm -hmm. like they were equally uh, taken care of. Right. Right. You know, and and it is tricky because it's not very rarely is it a third, a third, a third. You know, because we are focusing more on our family at certain points. We're working, but you know, we shouldn't totally eliminate those other things. And, and we need that balance. I mean, you know, the people that say, Oh, we have to work for a good work life balance. You know, okay. (laughs) Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't, but it's because, you know, to be a whole person maybe is what I'm trying to get to. You need those other things. Um, you know, we can't just be the career minded person or, exactly. you know, even, and you know, I, I love that, you know, we're, we're talking family here, you know, mm-hmm. so somebody who, who dedicates, you know, their time to their, that's great. Absolutely fabulous. But, you know, maybe you need to have a, adult time. You know, I always love it yeah. when people are like, Oh my gosh, I get to talk to an adult today. You know, or you know, maybe it is just reading or, or whatever it is, but you need that time that is just you for yes, what you exactly. want to do. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, your status quo is not going to be your status quo forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Another example I'll share, and you know this one, Deb, because we, you and I have been friends for years. Uh, when my mother was in her last uh part of life, her last stage of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a year there that you you know very well that I sort of disappeared from the mm-hmm. <laughs> from the planet. Mm-hmm. And basically the reason I disappeared is that family was the most important mm-hmm. thing. 
I basically, uh, basically, uh, that was it. Family mm-hmm. was right. the most, most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I took care of her until the end of her life. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, people did not realize when I came back in with my career, mm-hmm. people never have said, yeah, for a year, Elizabeth, where were you in mm-hmm. 2013? Nobody knows. Right. Yeah, I, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kept contacts. I know I kept in contact with mm-hmm. you. I kept in contact with mm-hmm. some people, but my focus was my mother mm-hmm. on, for, for the end of her life. But that, you know, you average it out. Trust me, my career, family, and interests are equally mm-hmm. right now. I have average out in the last 10 years. Right. I've done, you know, that I'm an engineer, so I've mm-hmm. done that. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and actually, as I was reading your bio, that was one of the things that I thought makes you so good at what you do is mm-hmm. that analytical mind that you mm-hmm. have, um, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, I, I'm, you know, me, I'm kind of loosey goosey about a bunch <laughs> of stuff. And so, but we have to be analytical about these things, you know, and in your book, you talk about writing these things down and really mm-hmm. looking, measuring, you know, okay, wait a minute, career just took a huge leap above everything else. And I didn't think it did, you know, and, and all of those various things. So sometimes then it comes back to, negotiating to get, you know, get that balance back again. And I love you've got three P's for, you know, how to really negotiate. So let's go through those, those three things. Sure. Not not a problem. So the first one is the prepare one, Mm -hmm. which I am always amazed how people say, well, I'm just going to go ahead and ask for this promotion because I'm the one that has been here the longest. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that has the best college education. I'm the one that has brought the most money to the organization. So I'm going to go in and just ask for it. Mm -hmm. And and I just like do that and do, are you little little eye roll there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you need to prepare. You need to prepare. Yes, that's great that you prepare, that you realize you have analyzed how great you've done and mm-hmm. good for you. But you need to prepare with the fact of how are you going to help the organization if you take that job? Right. Where are you going to take What's in the- it for them? Exactly. It's all about what's in it for them. And then you need to prepare like sort of up how you're going to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just going up to your boss and say, do you have a minute? OK, great. Hey, you know, that job as a director. I think I deserve that job. Mm-hmm. And your boss is thinking about 500 other things. Exactly. And me as a boss, I'm like, uh, I have 20 other things that I have to do. The CEO is about to call me in in half an hour mm-hmm. and you are what bothering me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> So that, so that's P number one. The next one after you prepare that you have analyzed not only from your perspective, but from the other party's perspective and from the overall organization perspective, mm-hmm. because it's not only your boss, it's also the organization. You have mm-hmm. to take care of the, it's like on a full umbrella coverage, like mm-hmm. the insurance companies right. like mm-hmm. to mention. Then the next one is the practice. Mm-hmm. And I am amazed how people go and have these conversations and they don't practice them saying what they're going to say mm-hmm. in front of the mirror. Right. And the reason I say that is that you need to get your hear, ears, hearing, mm-hmm. used to the fact of you uttering the words. Mm-hmm. Used to the fact of like, you know, just going ahead and, and doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's another one that you know, basically you need to do, you need to get your body used to when I got into this field of being a negotiation coach, how I started practicing is I have two little dogs. I will take them on a walk Mm -hmm. and talk. It got to the point that the neighbors, the neighbors actually one day they saw my husband and they Mm -hmm. said, is your wife all right? (laughs) 
So you should have put a little headphone in and you could have acted like you were on the phone. Well, yeah. I, and they're like, it seems that she talks to herself. And I was like, oh, she's practicing. What she she's is, but. Yeah, I know. I know. So so that that's the other one. And then the third P, which is a very, very important P, as important as the other two, is perception. Mm-hmm. We all have different perceptions. There are studies out there that say that you can get identical twins, Mm -hmm. identical twins that were raised by the same parents, Mm -hmm. even slept in the same room, Mm -hmm. even dressed alike. Mm -hmm. And their perception Mm -hmm. is totally different from the other. Right. Because there were other factors that helped shape them. Exactly, exactly. So those three pieces, you don't do those three and then add to it that if somebody says no, you don't look at it as a rejection. Mm -hmm. You just look at it as I hit my limit. I hit the limit. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful. I know how far they can go. Mm -hmm. Now let's go back a little bit and let's start the negotiation. Mm -hmm. Let's prepare. Let's practice. And let's know that everybody has a different perception. Mm -hmm. So therefore, let me go and ask for it. Right. There, you got it. That's the formula. Mm-hmm. Now, don't think the formula is done in less than an hour. No. <laughs> I mean, it takes time mm-hmm. to implement this formula. It's like calculus. If you're taking calculus, you can't take the final without practicing. Right. They right. always tell you mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes a day, do some calculus problems. Mm-hmm. You will have an A. My daughter is in AP right now in an AP class and she comes back and she says, I got an A again. I said, yeah, why? She says, oh yeah, I practice for 15 minutes a day. I'm like, there you go. Right. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. all. Well, you, and we we tell people like for job interviews, mm-hmm. have you know, work with somebody, have them do sample questions, you know, all these various things. Mm-hmm. So again, you know how you're going to answer. Exactly, and your ears mm-hmm. are accustomed to hearing you utter the words and the terminology you're right. saying during and the, the tone. You know, exactly. are you coming across as bitchy, whiny, nasty? You know, well, exactly. I, you know, I didn't get that job or I think I should get that job because and just modifying your tone, you're going to yeah. say, I think I'm qualified for that job because, exactly. you know, and, and, and that's that whole practice thing. Exactly. And when you practice and practice with somebody, I always tell this to people, practice with somebody that feels comfortable going mm-hmm. against you. Right. And thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. practice with somebody that can, it feels comfortable doing that mm-hmm. and trust me they will be honest right they will be so brutally honest that you may i did that recently for something that i actually had to t- myself as a negotiation coach i looked at her and i mm-hmm. said you know what i need a break mm-hmm. and she was like was i that rude i said no 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 it's that what you're saying is so real mm-hmm. that it sort of hurts so i just need to go outside mm-hmm. and scream and i did mm-hmm. uh, but i came back i said okay Okay, you're right. Let me right. start writing it down. Let mm-hmm. me see. But but it was so brutally honest. It was nice. She did it very respectfully. Right. You don't want him to be mean about it and hurtful because that's not going to accomplish anything. But even being respectful, it mm-hmm. still hurts you because right. you think you're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. remember, you prepared mm-hmm. and you're right. ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you practice. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this woman, this person is telling you, oh, there's one thing that you need to address. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Right. <laughs> but, 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 but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So that's the other, fi- you know, one of the final things I want to leave everybody with is the fact that even you as an expert, mm-hmm. as an expert in a subject matter or as an expert like myself as a negotiator, even myself, even you as an expert, you still can learn. Right. You can still Always. learn from 
anybody. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you always need to be in learning mode. No, you know, okay, so you no longer go to college, you no longer take courses. That's fine. You're still Mm -hmm. listen to radio programs. Exactly. Listen to podcasts like Mm -hmm. this one. And, and and learn from it and learn from other people and actually have conversations with other people where you ask them questions mm-hmm. so you can learn. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that, that I liked reading about in your book, and, and we talk about this a lot on the program, is, you know, people who are in the job market, you know, whether it's that they're, you know, wanting a promotion at work or actually, you know, changing jobs and, and interviewing. And I love how you mentioned in your book it, actually, it's not a mention. It's it's an important part of your book that women negotiate differently in that scenario, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's so true. And you know, I thought about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I fell into that trap. And you know, in in a lot of cases, it comes. It, it, well, there's several different things. You know, it's they're saying we need you to do this and this and this and this is what the job description says. And in many cases, women go okay. And the guy goes, uh, uh-uh, wait a minute. Nope. I'm not working on Saturdays, you yeah. know, or, you know, all these various things. And then, then of course there's that offer, you know, so many times women think I have to accept it and I can, yes. I can change things later. Uh-huh. And a, a, a man is like, nope, uh, uh-uh, no, nope, I'm worth 15% more or yes. whatever it is. So, you know, help our, our listeners know, you know, especially if they are that, you know, are the women, what do we need to do when we're in those positions? What you need to do, great question, is that you can never accept the first thing they offer you. Right. Why? Even if it's fabulous. Even if it's fabulous. Why? Because what they are offering you, it's not their limit normally. Mm -hmm. Right. They never make it their last and best offer. Exactly. Now, sometimes it's a limit from a perspective of uh, compensation, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the limit in right. terms of, look, Elizabeth, we can't give you anything else because this is our higher end and they prove it to you that they're their higher end. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, now let's talk about how I'm going to work here. Right. Can I work from home every Friday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I actually have an extra week vacation? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Let me give you a perfect example. It's the example of this dean of student affairs at a huge institution, mm-hmm. great top-ranked university. Basically, she needed to run a STEM high school program at the school in the summer. So she needed resident advisors to be like the kids that are right now mm-hmm. undergraduates. So right. she went ahead and she said, I need X amount of females and X amount of males, and I need them through the summer. And she went ahead and did it sort of as an experiment because she also is a PhD psychologist. So she uh-huh. said, I'm also do the little mm-hmm. experiment here. So she said in the job description, Please apply deadline, everything. And she put in bold, in bold letters, she said, uh, the salary negotiation is this. The, I mean, the salary is this. Right. It's no negotiation. Mm-hmm. This is the top limit. Like mm-hmm. that. Point blank. Mm-hmm. Period. No negotiation. So she went ahead and offered the job 15 men, 15 ladies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What she said afterwards, which was very devastating for her being a female, not one of the females negotiated anything. Right. They just accepted it. Yeah. 13 out of the 15 males negotiated. Mm-hmm. And then when she put them all together, all the females were like, hold on a second. Here in bold, you said no negotiation. Right. She said, 
Yeah, no negotiation of the salary. But guess what? All your male counterparts negotiated here. You know what? July 4th weekend, I, I want off. Mm-hmm. Hey, this other weekend, I'm going to the Hamptons. So can I have that off? Because they had to rotate who was going to work on weekends. They were mm-hmm. resident advisors. They had teenagers, right. you know, and staying in the dorms. So what happened? At the end of the day, the females basically had to do all the weekends. They did not have the, the flexibility that mm-hmm. the men and they were mad at the dean of student affairs and she says don't be mad at me right. i and am showing yeah. you a lesson yep. for you when you graduate from mm-hmm. here that you never do this again right. so i said no on salary but negotiate something else mm-hmm. and by the way she granted to all the men what they negotiated with her mm-hmm. yeah you know and and it is hard because I think as women, we want to please, you know, and we don't yeah. want to rock the boat and all those. And, and we don't want to come across as being a bitch, exactly. you know, and, and so we want to go along with it. And, you know, one of the things that I discovered as an entrepreneur is, you know, the, the, negotiating with that. And so, you know, say I, I give a client a proposal, pr- prospective client. I say, you know, it's yeah. going to cost $2,000 to do X. Mm-hmm. Almost always they will come back and negotiate. You know, because, you know, whether and and typically it's we either want more or we want to pay less. Exactly. You know, because, right, that's what we all want. You know, we want more or we want to pay less. And so, you know, initially I'm like, okay, it's whatever you want because I need need the business. Right. You know, we're talking because, you know, and and I learned that I can't do that. So, you know, I acknowledge them, you know, and 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 then I say, you know, and, and I try and do the I statements. And then, of course, I just totally drew a blank on the I statement. But, you know, it, it, I tell them, you know, I am happy to consider this. Yes. However, you know, it, the, the, the price to do A, B and C is $2,000. Yes, exactly. If you want D, then it's going to cost X number more. Exactly. Or, you know, for the, the people who came back and said, well, we want to pay less. I say, you know. This, this is what A, B, and C are. So now what do we want to eliminate? Exactly. And, and you know, and, and then you, know, you, and, and sometimes we eliminate, sometimes we add all those various things, but it's all about not giving in. I mean, and that's ultimately kind of what it, it comes down to and, and not being desperate because of it, course, then the next time you, you go to negotiate, they know they've got you. You know, and, and that's, that is the tricky part is if we got, you know, you know, or they'll say, well, you gave us a discount once we want it this time, or, you know, or we know you gave so-and-so a discount. So we want it. Um, you know, so you have to watch those things. Uh, definitely. And uh, kudos to you, Deb, because exactly that's what you need to do. You need to basically don't feel that you are not, that they're going to rescind the offer mm-hmm. because you are actually asking for something else. Right. Don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. All the opposite. Normally, as a consultant or even as an employee, well, how the other party will see you. A lot of studies have been done with this that they're doing. They are saying, wow, she will represent us correctly. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're looking at. At the end of the day, everybody wants to get a cheap deal. Who right. doesn't? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, so, I mean, we, yeah we, we want more for less. Exactly. We want more for less. So, you know, if you want more for less, the other person on the other side wants more for less. Mm -hmm. So they are going to push. And what happens is what you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Deb, kids, boys Mm -hmm. are basically uh, socialized by playing games. Mm -hmm. So they know what it is to ask for more. Mm -hmm. 
we girls have unfortunately been socialized. The older ones mm -hmm. have been socialized about, oh, play with your Barbies. Mm -hmm. I mean, rather than saying and be polite and be polite rather than saying, you know, I'm going to play with my Barbies. But at the same time, I'm going to play this game over here mm -hmm. while the Barbies are taking a nap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come back to playing with my Barbies. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the new generation, millennials, and also the younger generation where I put my daughter in, the, the teenagers right now are Generation Z. I know. They're raised more like that. They're being raised like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But hold on a second. You know what? I, I, I'm doing this over here too. So so let's, let's figure out how we're going to balance this. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I think that's why I have hope in terms of negotiation with the younger um, um, generations. But they still need to be uh, educated and also um, basically exposed mm -hmm. to what collaboration, what compromising and what this I statement and what it is to prepare, to mm -hmm. practice and to know that there's different perceptions. Mm -hmm. They still need this guidebook. And that's why I wrote that guidebook. I wrote the guidebook in mind for the millennial professional mm -hmm. women but in reality it's being used by uh, more than more than that right. so that it's is old I'm, folks <laughs> it's, it's everybody i mean mm -hmm. i have actually you know what my latest clients are are women in their early 50s or late 40s that mm -hmm. they are reinventing themselves right from a career standpoint mm -hmm. and even from a family standpoint mm -hmm. several divorced women i'm actually coaching mm -hmm. uh right now in terms of now my kids are gone husband is gone mm -hmm. you know and um what do i want to do with my career mm -hmm. right well so, and and that same age is also the people who may have been in corporate america for many years and exactly. now we're branching out on our own. You know, exactly. the, the most entrepreneurs are women. Um, they are you know, women. And, and yeah, and, and so how how do you negotiate anything and everything? You know, and exactly. and whether it's you know you're and and grant yes, there are some things that you absolutely can't negotiate, but uh, you know there there are definitely many things that you can. Oh, you can negotiate a lot. You can negotiate beyond the compensation. You can negotiate how you can get some, um, um, you know, some testimonials mm -hmm. or some airtime by your your client. Mm -hmm. How your client can take you to some networking gatherings. Mm -hmm. Remember right. those post level two and three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, your uh, client is a level two. Can your client in level two take you further deep into level mm -hmm. two or maybe get you into a level three gathering? Mm -hmm. yeah, you see right. what I mean? That's how you negotiate. You mm -hmm. negotiate those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like you said, somebody wants to take you for breakfast or for lunch. Say yes. Right. I mean, literally say yes. Recently, I did that. Somebody invited me to this uh, lunch and literally, you know, I had to cancel my hair appointment. Mm -hmm. You know, that is, oh, my I God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. But I did. Mm -hmm. I canceled my hair appointment. I said, you know what? I have to go. I have to go because right. and I met three people in there that mm -hmm. I'm, you know, talking to. Mm -hmm. It's not that anything has come to fruition, but there's some give and take that we're mm -hmm. all learning from each other. Right. Imagine if I would have said no. I would have not met these three individuals. Right. You would have had pretty hair, but, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. You know I still went, went in and got in the following week. Right. <laughs> you know, and, of course, the important thing in, in all of this is the, the actual communication and setting those expectations, those guidelines, you know, all those various things. You know, my clients know that I love them. I love working with them. But I keep pretty standard office hours. Yes. You know, if they, if they, and, and this goes for volunteering too. In fact, it's oh, even yeah. more so with volunteering. You contact me at 10 o'clock at night and expect me to do something. 
probably not going to happen. Now, yeah. obviously, there are emergencies, you know, and and but yeah, I don't I don't do evenings. I don't do weekends. Of course, I'm still working those times. I'm checking emails, all those various things. But but yeah, you know, it's, it's, and, and I, and once I've established that, then they're like, Oh, okay, fine. You know, but, and, and having, you know, folks, nobody reads minds, you know, so get over that. Actually, you know, I'm glad that you brought up that point about weekends and evenings because yes, I am connected most of the time. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And what I have started doing in order for interest for my, you know, my three pieces, the interest piece is that mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to check the email. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, check the, 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 you know, the text or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's going to be my decision if I'm going to answer it. Right. Right there on the weekend, or if I'm going to answer it on a Monday. So mm-hmm. many times I answer it on a Monday, or I may answer it on the weekend, but not send it out. Mm-hmm. And then everybody gets my emails on a Monday. And I do that because I want people to realize, yeah, you are important to me, but so am I. I am important to myself. Mm-hmm. And so is my family mm-hmm. and so are my friends. So basically I won't answer that. Now it depends. Like, I mean, I do have a client that does crisis, a lot of crisis work. Right. So that's and, different. Mm-hmm. And it's different. And he knows he has my cell mm-hmm. phone. He has my text and he knows it has only been once in a year and a half that he texts me over a weekend and he mm-hmm. says, we need to talk. Right. And so, you and it, know, it's critical. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I text back. I said, I need half an hour Mm -hmm. because I cannot talk where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But that was it. He never abused his power. Right. And, you know, and I'm on retainer with him. And Mm -hmm. but he never abused that power. Mm -hmm. And that is what people have to realize. But I stay abreast of what's going on over the weekend. But that doesn't mean that you can start getting on an email conversation with me. No. Right. (laughs) Well, holy cow, we only have about five minutes left. Oh I know, I know. The time was is just flying because we, you know, it's it's so much fun talking to you. But tell us, you know, on Monday, you've got this great new platform that you're launching. So tell us all about it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. On Monday, I am launching my new negotiation platform called Negotiation Unleashed. Mm -hmm. So it's negotiationunleashed.com. It will Mm -hmm. go live on Monday. And what it is, is two prongs. The first prong is talking about coaching and how I can help you with the negotiation. Mm -hmm. And then the second prong is I am launching at back to school time in August, September timeframe, I am launching an online membership negotiation platform. Nice. What that is, is monthly advice from me, one-on-one time with me, being part, remember the network I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. is that second network that I am creating for all of you that's about negotiation that you will have access not only to me, but to everybody else that's mm-hmm. part of that network. Work. Ooh, we will it. learn from each other. Mm-hmm. We will actually grow from learning from each other. And in order to get you a better understanding of what we're going to be doing, if you go to negotiationonleach.com, you will see a workbook there that will mm-hmm. give you an idea of what is the type of information and knowledge you're going to gather from me. I mean, and from everybody else that's part of the platform mm-hmm. is this Basically, workbook that helps you with not only your three pieces, but actually helps you with figuring out your net worth. And we will talk more about what your net worth is. And Mm -hmm. a tip here is 
It's not about finance. Mm -hmm. Your net worth is about your three pieces. And then it also about your vision path. What is the path you need? Now that you know your three pieces and you know the path, how once you know all that, now you are that negotiator that everybody talks to me like, Elizabeth, can you come and negotiate? And I will negotiate. And they'll do like, how did you do that? It's because I know my three pieces. I know my path. I know how to negotiate the process and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why it gets easier for me on a daily basis. And that's what I want to bring to everybody out there with this negotiation unleashed platform. Right. You know, and remember, folks, you know, everybody who's listening, we negotiate all the time, mm-hmm. you know, personal, professional, all those various things. I mean, you know, my husband might say, well, this is what I want for dinner tonight. And I will <laughs> say, I don't want to fix that. <laughs> you know? You know? So I, I got my I statement in there. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, or you know, all those various, and, and obviously, you know, negotiate with your kids, you know, well, you know, sometimes those are, you know, now this is the way we're doing it. But, you know, we, we really do. We negotiate all the time. Maybe it is, you know, where do you want to go for lunch? Exactly. You know, and, and so, you know, don't think that we're only negotiating at, at a very high level. We, we truly are negotiating all the time. You know, I was in a committee meeting this morning with an organization I'm part of and, you know, it was, okay, well, I'll do this this time and the next time you can do it, you know, and, and so, yeah, there's all these various things that we're negotiating. So, you know, please, please take advantage of it and, and check that out. Yeah, because that platform, once the membership starts and everything, it will be a platform where you can ask for questions. You can ask for advice. You can even learn from each other. Like what you said, your example about being in the committee meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how can I be collaborative in the committee meeting? Right. Or the next question is like, mm-hmm. you know what, Elizabeth and everybody else, I've been collaborative for mm-hmm. too long. How can I be competing and get what I want now? Right. Right. Those are conversations to have. And and no no one has a unique experience. I mean, you know, we all like to think we're special and, and all those various things, but somebody else has been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. I mean, you know, and, and so, you know, if you can go into this group of Elizabeths and say, okay, here's the situation. I, I need support. You know, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's going to be so powerful. It is. So we're looking for, I mean, I'm still in the, in the middle of developing it and everything, mm-hmm. but it will be launched. Like I looked at it like, Oh, back to school. Let's go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Back to let's take care of ourselves and let's start this platform mm-hmm. and just, um, learn from each other. Right. Well, and, and obviously what we need to do is have you on again when you launch that part so that you can talk about it. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. I always, I mean, I'm such a huge fan of yours, Deb. I mean, we were first friends and then I became a fan. So thank you. Same thing, same thing. And until then, you know, please make sure that you go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those, those great places and check out the art of getting everything you want. Because, you know, as I mentioned, I read it when it initially came out. I read it again last night and last night those little light bulbs went off, especially I had to write a a client proposal today and it was like, "Mm -hmm, yep, yep. Got it. Got to work all that in there. Good. I'm glad that, oh, that really warms my heart hearing that. So tell folks how they find you and how they connect with you online. Uh, they can find me at elizabethsuarez.com and there there will see all my handle from handles Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. Uh, but I am in all of them as Elizabeth Suarez as well. So I am everywhere as Elizabeth Suarez. So I look forward to connecting with everybody. I love it. 
you know, and, and again, folks, please check out her book. Tell us again what's the new website when it launches on Monday. So for people listening, it's going to launch on March 19th. So if you're listening, you know, after this program airs, it may already be launched. Exactly. It's called negotiationunleashed.com and it has two prongs. The first one is about coaching and also giving you some tools and tips via workbook on how to improve your negotiation. And the second one, which will be formally launched in September 2018, it is the membership, the Networking Unleashed membership, online membership for everybody. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, as always, such a delight, such a treat talking with you and, you know, always learn stuff. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I am Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful time talking with Elizabeth Suarez. Can't wait to do it again. But for everyone out there, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.